0: let's do because i'm at 13 i must have came in late because I'm, I'm at 13 thank god you're editing this tonight just send it oh yeah right.
1: i i got All you. Right, Go guys.
0: welcome on in ladies and gentlemen soccer central news this is a special edition podcast version on we're coming in at you on a Thursday night, the week of April 8th through the 10th, whatever it is, I'm Tyler Bates. That's Kyle D'Antoni. That's Mason Benson on the other side. What's going on tonight, boys? Oh, man. That's a narrow night alone. It's another night. <laughs> you better enjoy it with your daughter coming, I mean, Kyle. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, This is not one of our regular shows. If you turn in and join with us, this is not going to be one of our regular shows. This is what we like to call one of our specials that we want to start doing, and we're going to continue doing, is that each week, somewhere in there, we're going to pick a particular topic that we want to talk about, related into the game of soccer itself, mind you, but we want to be different. We don't want to be like everybody else, and we like to talk about certain things, certain aspects about the game of soccer, whether it be tactics, whether it be about coaches whether it be about historical things it could be about anything related to the game of soccer and this week we decided to go in on a topic that a lot of us like itself but I kind of brought it up a little bit to ourselves and it sparked kind of a conversation on our Facebook chat page something to me now the other night I was watching CONCACAF Champions League uh, matchup with Portland playing CD Nacional, a team in a, a team in Honduras and I made the consumption notice and the remark that, and I count you, nine, count it, nine particular sponsors was all over CD National's kits. To which my response to everybody was, why do we need so many sponsors on kits? I mean, at this point, I couldn't even find the number. I couldn't even find a last name. Come to find out, there were no last names on the back of the kits. It was literally sponsors on the number itself. But there comes a point at some time I thought that, yeah, there's going to be limits. And yes, I understand that sponsorships and that stuff happens. And we go into that stuff a little bit later. But it did spark in an idea that I brought up that everybody agreed with and what we're going to talk about tonight. And that's about iconic sponsored jerseys, iconic sponsored kits, a better term to say. Let me put it that better way, a sp- Iconic sponsored kits. And there have been many kits throughout the years from all three of our clubs. We all have story kits itself. And I thought tonight this would be a good topic to talk about. So each of us have three particular kits that we've probably narrowed it down to. We could talk about a whole bunch more, but we thought for the sake of time, three particular kits that we sponsor to narrow it down for and talk about. So boys, we're ready for this because I know we were talking about it pre pre-show-wise, and we we're all excited for this.
1: Are you ready for it? Dun, 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 oh. dun,
0: dun. All right. Let's All right. do it, boys. Kyle, why don't you shoot? Well, up? how about – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over, you know, this time. Mason, I want you to start
2: Woo! Of First to the batter's box, first to disappoint.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I have to get my
2: homer pick out of the way. You know, you guys obviously probably went different routes. So, the first one that I picked – was the 2006 or 2008 Samsung Chelsea kits? Now this oh, was yeah. prime Mourinho time. So this was uh, this is Chelsea under the new ownership of of Abramovich. You know, call it whatever you may. You know, you know, he bringing in a whole bunch of money to the club, which we turned into titles in England. And this is the very beginning of our title run. This is probably one of the classic, iconic um, sponsors for Chelsea. Samsung, you know this. This one it had the full of Samsung Mobile, but you know later on mm-hmm. it just turns into Samsung, and those that was the, on the kits when we won the Champions League. So for me, this is probably the earliest I started watching Chelsea. You know, a little bit off and on, not too much into it, but I really liked how it looked, and I really loved John Terry. And he rocked the heck out of this kit for me. And so it has a very special place in my heart being, you know, it being a homer pick for me. So that is my first pick, the Samsung kits Chelsea would wear.
0: Was this also the first kit that they came in? Because I know that Chelsea had a total rebrand of the the crest itself. They went from this kind of, I don't know, new age if they call it, 80s, 90s style logo. And then we went back to the more iconic one that everybody had known about from the early days. Was this the year that they also introduced yes, that Samsung excellent, kit? excellent
2: poll. Yeah, this was the first year of the actual Crest looking thing versus before it okay. was kind of a okay. script. It's spelled out C-H or okay. C-F-C with a little bit of a line in the upper right hand corner for aesthetics. Okay. So this is now the best I thought. That Chelsea is known for around the world now is this was the first year of that okay. quote unquote rebrand, and mm. it was also the year All that right. we also changed kit spots kit sponsors, because up until then Umbro was our sponsor, and Adidas actually did mm. these jerseys. So Adidas can, mm. believe it or not, gotcha. put out some decent jerseys.
0: Yeah, they can. They can sometimes, not always, but uh, not looking at UMLS. But digressing over, Kyle, what do you have for us?
1: <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go straight for the jugular. It's gotta be for me uh, one of the most iconic jerseys of all time. Uh, sponsored iconic jerseys. Let's be clear. Um, I have to go with the 1992 to the 2010 Liverpool Ooh. Carlsberg mm. jersey. Mm. Because not only at the time, if as far as I know, based upon my research, is the longest associated association of a brand with any football football team in English football history ever. Uh, <laughs> since the Donna Man, I suppose. But you got—I mean,
0: they—it's
1: they, kind of after you know, big Liverpool days, if you will. Uh, but the the uh, I think they won the treble before that too. It's, it's just, it, you got, you got Michael Owen and, and Jamie Carragher are both, you know, very iconic roles. And, you know, you grew up watching Liverpool play in the, in the classic Arcar- uh, Carlsberg jersey. Um, and it just, look it's, it's simple. It's smooth. And it's to the point and it's that classic red that looked good. That's why I enjoyed looking at it. It's just a classic jersey sponsored it is
0: it really is and i mean i I have to wonder i think if following carlsberg i don't remember if they had another one before they had standard chartered which i mean to most to most fans now of liverpool it would kind of almost be weird not to see standard chartered or whatever it is that is in front of liverpool's kits now these days Uh, but no you mentioned it i mean those who probably watched in the early days of the Premier League and the days leading up to that, leading into the 2010s, I mean, one of the last alcoholic beverage companies that stayed there for quite a while. Because, I mean, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Coors was a sponsor for Chelsea yes, at some point. So, I mean, it, so it yeah. was really amazing though to see just how far that an alcoholic beverage company was able to stay with an iconic group like like you mentioned there, like with Liverpool for forever-wise itself. But that's a good choice. Well, yeah, and plus, plus Carlsberg is delicious. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very good.
1: We can actually find it here in the desert. We or not. It's very good. Very good.
0: Well, for mine, my first one that I bring up for me, I'm going to kind of go a little bit you know, the road there a little bit and we'll go to the 1997 98 season and i'm going with the white home kit for real madrid that has the tikka or yeah Tika brand the 1997 98 white home jersey kit and this kind of has the collar that is dark purple kind of at the front and it kind of fades to almost a whitish color but i recall seeing this and i mean with any and with any of these looks. any of these kits, this was a special kit because they had one very similar to it during their regular domestic play season, but this was the particular kit that was worn during Champions League play. And what, again, what makes it so iconic about it is that, one, it had not been done something like this before, kind of a fade-in to fade-out jersey. Usually most teams didn't have, up until now, now everybody has particularly alternate jerseys. They have special, special Champions League or special domestic league play. But really, up until that time frame, nobody really had a special kit for European or Champions League play. And Real Madrid kind of set the stage with it, with this particular kit. While it was very similar to their regular La Liga play kit, this is the one that they introduced to the world saying, "This we got to be a little bit different. So when we go play in Europe or when we go play Champions League, we're going to be wearing this one. And honestly, to me, I kind of like it a little bit. As much as I'm not a huge fan of Real Madrid, because a lot of people around here, well, there are many fans of Real Madrid, but also many fans that are getting, were getting sick of the winning all the time. But I have to give them credit for this one because, I mean, it's just it speaks out for themselves. It draws back to their original colors, which is what they go to, white and purple, really, when you look into their crest. And ultimately, I kind of like the, the real clean look that goes to it. Although, I'm not so certain about kind of the almost paw prints or whatever that shows on the shoulders or whatever that they have on there. But that's one for me that I like.
2: All right. Round good two. Doodle.
0: Good call. So round two. So let's go around this time around. Let's start with Kyle. So, Kyle, the second kit that you've got. Ah, crap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you called on me, teacher. Uh I'm
0: not ready. Okay, so...
1: uh, No, just kidding. (laughs) I'm ready. So, for me, uh, it's it's another classic uh, for me. uh, And I think it is, if my computer wants to work. uh, It's going to be the classic... uh, Juventus, or sorry, disregard not Juventus. The Inter Milan uh, Pirelli mm. uh, uh, jersey. That's, I mean, it uh, Besides Carlsberg, and I have one other one. Uh, that's iconic. It doesn't get much more much more iconic than the Pirelli. Um, uh, and obviously, everyone, if you don't know, Pirelli's a tire company. Uh, and they had the classic, uh, the black and blue stripe all the way down the sleeves. Uh, I, right now, I'm particularly talking about the 1995 uh, version of the Pirelli uh, jersey. I mean, this the, the amount of players, and this is, like, in the 90s again. Like, I was born in 87. So, like, those middle to late 90s, like, all those clubs that were hidden on, you know, all cylinders were just – were there, you know. So, uh, when, I, when I was watching, so, like, you know – they they won countless Serie uh titles and Champions League you know with this with this jersey you know you had iconic players you know at you know such, such as uh, Zanetti uh and Wesley Snyder, uh Adriano like it's just – the the list goes out and again it, it's it's smooth and simple and i got to admit you know like i didn't know what Pirelli was when i was a kid at, at first i thought it was like Irelli i was like why is the i all Ollie, all right. the right that looks so weird but it because it, it is a very different, or and you don't think about it as a P, but it is a P. So, uh, the 1995 Inter Milan
0: Pirelli, um, black and blue, jersey. it's a good choice. I mean, I mean, you know, you know, who you know who Inter Milan is when you see that logo. I mean, it would just be really. I know that they just made a crest change, but I mean, I would hope that they never go away from that yeah. from that sponsorship, that tire sponsorship, oh. <laughs> because that's literally how you identify Inter Milan. It's just, you look for that brand and you know it's them out there. Yeah,
1: so you know what, to be fair, uh, I believe uh,
2: Pirelli- That's uh, correct. Uh, oh. 26 years of history is going out the window at the end of this year.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. oh, man. Yeah.
1: And so it's it's kind of – you're kind of curious on what's going to happen with that iconic kind of jersey. And plus, even that, like, collectors like myself, what happens to a jersey like that that no longer has that iconic mm. sponsorship? Does the value of that jersey go up? You would assume so. Mm. I mean – You might. As a collector, you but, you know, Yeah. So yeah, that's what I got. Nineteen ninety-five Inter Milan, Pirelli,
2: black and blue.
0: I like it. Blue. Mason, so my second got?
2: one, also classic, also probably one of the most you know famous shirts and sponsor combo. It's the two thousand six to two thousand eleven Barcelona Unicef kit. Not only mm. because it's usually <laughs> these kits, usually you know a sponsor is a big name, you know lots of money to throw around. It was quite opposite with this one. UNICEF is a national non is a, is a international nonprofit, and Barcelona and probably their greatest, most successful seasons rocked that. You know that that also that kind of goes against thinking nowadays. You know with they with that shirt raising millions upon millions of dollars for that nonprofit. You know I'm not sure whose idea that was back then, but that's brilliant. You know who would think to to have a charity sponsor a football club? And it worked out brilliantly. So marketing-wise, you know, you can't look bad. You know, you're the one, you're, you guys are, before, you know, repping a, a charity, bringing more awareness of things And in this day and age. And even back then, awareness was everything. So I just like the marketing genius behind it. Plus, it doesn't hurt that that, you know, was prime Barcelona, the tiki-taka with Pep and, Lino you know, Messi in, in his youth, that floppy hair kid. And Javi and Iniesta rocking those kits, so that's number two on my list-hmm mm. Yeah,
1: it, yeah the, the, it, it is a classic it is a classic sponsorship. And here's another thing I'm looking at right now is that I, I just like the color scheme between it because the, the, the actual UNICEF uh, of the yellow in the UNICEF actually complements the badging and the classic red and the blue. So it all together, this looks like a, a nice jersey all together. And like you said, it's for a good cause. Uh, <laughs> I'm just not a Spanish football fan. Never had but uh, so, but it is a very, I agree,
0: it's a very iconic. There's a fun jersey, fact that goes definitely. behind it. I think this year's kit that Barcelona actually has is almost a paid tribute to that particular same design. Just not the same sponsor, obviously, Rakuten is the same spot is the sponsor but they kind of dedicated that this year's jersey kit more to that design they wanted to go back to more of a simpler design just a simple yellow yellow collar itself so i like that though that is that is a that is a good one that is an iconic one for me specifically too i think for me from the second one is pretty much i mean almost Anything, and I mean, you could pretty much go anywhere around the board with them on this. They have many iconic ones itself, but I got to go with the twenty fifteen sixteen Juventus Juventus home kit. The ba- the one big thing we know there that they have they have the zebra stripes, nice. but we know the Jeep logo. Jeep has pretty much been on Juventus. It's the same thing with Inter Milan. Jeep has been with Juventus pretty much since the early 2000s and so on and so forth now it'll be all all almost one of those ones if jeep ever ends their sponsorship i'll be looking at it to say what are you doing what's juventus going to do if jeep is not sponsoring your main home kit but they always do a tremendous job now i've seen other kits that come out with juventus itself and i've seen some other ones that have been like more Ah. recently often than not like i don't know what they were doing two years ago when they did a black white and then a pink stripe down the middle i don't know what they were What they were trying to accomplish with that, I didn't like it. So thank goodness that they kind of went back to the zebra-stripe version, although it's gold zebra-stripe type, what they like to go with right now. But this particular one, though, why I like this one so well is that, one, it's clean-cut, black and white, exactly what I know for Juventus. It has the older crest on it because I like the older Juventus crest other than the new one that they have now. But they also give the pay tribute to Italian with the Italian flag with the Italian crest in the middle of it too as well. So that itself on the tributes everything that goes together with it I particularly like the 2015 16 uh, Juventus home kit.
1: That I was going to ask you what did you think of the uh, the pink the all yeah, out pink that?
0: is fine. Cuz uh, me I I I for like me when I play when I'm playing I love the bright colors. Neon pink whatever there i'll wear pink i'll wear pink boots and that so if you're gonna go if you're gonna go pink i say go all out don't try and do these highlights don't try and do this simple small line down the middle and make it make sense because i mean we've seen if you go back in the earlier history of juventus they've had pink kits before so that's why it makes sense that they want to use pink in their jersey kits it doesn't make sense when i'm seeing bubblegum jersey on a team like the likes of Manchester United, trying to wear a bubblegum jersey, and there's no reason for them to be wearing pink. I just don't understand that. There has to be some sort of tie or link to it if you're going to use a particular color to meet for a particular club.
2: Yeah, pink is only good. Yeah, pink. <laughs> yeah, I've seen your, yeah. your yeah, see thing. It's only good mm-hmm. if you do it 100%. <laughs> Anything other than 100%, you look like a clown.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So... Now with the third guys, third kit, so we'll go around the table again and we'll go with Mason again. What is so your this third one, one?
2: I just love because of how ridiculous this one is. So this this it, it's hilarious and the story behind it is even better. <laughs> so this is Atletico Madrid's 2002 or 2003-2004 season kit. This this kit was sponsored by Columbia Pictures. The the the, the so, so what? So, what, so <laughs> was in big, so there's even a story behind this, which I loved even more. Athletico <laughs> was, was in a big financial hole. Like, they were hurting and strapped for cash and seeing their rivals, you know, seeing Real blessed with these great sponsorships and all this money and stuff. Oh, they my hit, They gosh. hit their wagon oh. to Columbia Pictures for a season. But, instead of it saying Columbia Pictures, it was actually a movie title. So, Hellboy was on the front of one of theirs. Spider-Man 2 with the big Spider-Man logo on the front. Hitch <laughs> was even one of those because they were produced by Columbia Pictures. Yeah. So, I love just the ridiculous, like the giggle factor behind it. You know, to see Fernando Oh my
0: gosh, Fernando I'm Torres just looking at that now. Before he goes to
2: Liverpool, seeing him in one of these ridiculous Hellboy or I mean, I wish I could show you pictures. You guys in, at home?
0: Oh, I'm looking at pictures right now. I'm seeing that. I just pulled the pictures to
2: think that a massive European club wore that on their shirt. I think that's more ridiculous than having nine sponsors. Seeing a big Spider Man 2 Spider Man logo on your shirt? Get out of here. So I like that one just for the giggle factor behind it all.
0: I want to know what the people in Madrid were thinking, if they even knew what the heck was going on with this. <laughs>
1: that's 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 interesting because it's a promotion yeah. from
0: overseas.
1: That's that's pretty funny. I didn't even know that's, that. I did not ex- even existed. realize that either. Exactly. Exactly. That
0: is amazing. So, oh my! God. So now you
1: now you got me now you got me one to look at. You know, maybe it's a whole <laughs> other show. It's just terrible. Well, that could be another one.
0: Terrible one
1: together. <laughs> They jerseys. are iconic, yeah. though. That is so social. from mine, they are iconic. Yes, absolutely. I, I, and that's the point is they're iconic, uh, jerseys. Oh,
0: man, that that is that's a, that is a good one, so, Kyle. What's your third one that you have?
1: So, I, I <laughs> it's kind of hard to top that, but I'm gonna have to go, uh, completely, uh, against that and just go with the classic, uh, AC Milan Opel jersey from '94 mm. to 2006. This was the this is the the great. Uh, there's the all white mm-hmm. version of it. Um, there's the and then there's the. Uh, uh, I think there's an all red one as well. Um, and so it, it, it's, it's such a great jersey. Again, uh, it, it's, it, it's 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 kind of contradictory to the Italian ways because Italians like to be bold and flamboyant and uh, energetic and, you know, just the Italian way of, of, of the ball in the World Cups and everything, but the jersey itself is is really simple, and I really like the lines. So I'm looking at the all-white right, right here, looking at the lines, especially uh, on the top shoulder that come down to the sleeves, uh, and then the half collar with the inner uh, and the inner red on the neck. It's very, it's very, very smooth. It's very, very nice. Um, and this is obviously, you know, great players. Uh, like AC Milan is home to some of the best players in the world. Some of my favorites, uh, Clarence Seedorf. Uh, he's he's one of my all-time heroes as a kid growing up. Pirlo, Cafu, Nesta, Shevchenko, Kaká. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like Maldini. You know, it's, it's just the list keeps on going on and on. And you know, they 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 won. Uh, let me think. Uh, Four Serie A titles, uh, one Copa Italia, and two Champions League titles with this jersey. That that just blows my mind. It, it, it's and it, it's probably going to be one of the na- next jerseys that's going to be on my purchase list um, if I can ever find one. Um, but this is the iconic. I'm gonna go with the iconic all white '94 mm. to 2006. Oh, that's National a good one, Opel though. Jersey. I mean,
0: that's the thing, though. I mean, it really, Inter, yeah, AC Milan don't really have a lot of bad bad kids. I mean, you can't do a lot of wrong with red and white, and kind of know with the red and black stripes, especially with AC Milan. And I mean, Opel. If people don't know, Opel is a German car company. I know this because Opel is one of the sh- current sh- sleeve sponsors for my squad in Borussia Dortmund. Um, but no, that's a good. That, that is a good one, though. I do. I do like that one. So.
1: Can I, can I take a guess? Get one Maybe guess let, on let my, and on my third we'll and each last get one? one guess of who. Okay. That's of, actually good. That's good. That's yeah. Let's hear Mason, what, do you, what? Mason, what do you, boys you get got? Okay. So, oh, man. All right. So cause now I got two yeah. ideas. All right. So I know, I think it's either one or the other. Uh, is it, is it? Because I no, know yeah. you and you like to be, you, get, you kind of like being obscure kind of stuff. Is it if if that is it, was uh, on the uh, honorable Nintendo list,
0: Fiorentina? but it did not make the list? That is a good one, though. People don't oh, know that is crap. the purple kit with the Nintendo logo, but that oh, didn't man. make the list. It's an honorable
2: mention, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a real pretty good. That was on mine. I Maybe think another honorable it's, it's going to be All the right, Arsenal 02 kit. That one is iconic. I mean, some of the Ooh. best, quote unquote, best players have played in that Arsenal kit. <sighs> I have... It's I have not
0: more the of not Arsenal O two. 2 believe it or not. It isn't. Ooh. It isn't. So I'll let you have it, Kyle, just because... Oh. I'll let you have it. Guess it. Guess it. No, uh,
1: guess, it. guess let, it. Let me guess. Oh, uh, now that you said it's Arsenal... Oh, guess it? Uh, no, uh, and that's is man another United honorable Sharp mention. Kit? There's two
0: honorable mentions on that, actually, for the Manchester, because they had the white, bluish one that had yeah. the Sharp, which apparently is making a comeback next year. Not the Sharp brand, but the actual kit itself. If you look to footyheadlines.com, the leaked jersey, apparently next year, Man United is going to introduce something similar to that coming back. They also had an all-blue Sharp one that I did like for Man But those did not make the list. And as much as I wanted to put one of my Dortmund kits, which we have an iconic, iconic neon yellow color one with D Continental from back in the day that we won the Champions League in the mid-90s, that's on the honorable list too. Because this one, as bad as it is, I still feel it is as iconic as it gets. It is hard to come across. It is hard to find. And I know that if you find it, Kyle... You'll have it someday. It is the 1990 through 1992 away Arsenal football kit with the JVC logo that literally looks like. Oh, 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 Oh. I have one. I have one as bad as it looks. It is heavily sought after just because of the color itself, the audacity to put the yellow and black all together on an Arsenal kit that had no business having yellow and bluish. I think it's yellow and bluish, actually. It's not yellow and black. But yellow and blue, this dark navy blue all together on a red, on a red outline itself from Adidas. Oh. Just for itself to stand out, I think what do they call it? The banana peel kit itself. And I think even Arsenal introduced a kit you... to this. Not too long ago, they had a revert revised version yeah. of this. But as bad as it is... I'm one of these guys that loves these types of kits. I'm still trying to find. It's like the Nigeria World Cup from 2018 kit. I cannot find that thing to save my life, and I want that home kit. Yeah. This is one of the ones that I like. I love just people just exploring. And Arsenal did something like this, but for Arsenal to do something like this in the time frame that they did it in, also as well. Think about that: 1990 through 92. When you're kind of transitioning into this new era, money coming into the Premier League, changing from this Division 1 whatever it was called beforehand to the Premier League, well Arsenal had to do something different and they certainly did something different with this kit. Yes, I'm talking about the triangle so kit.
1: You are talking about the triangle kit.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, I was talking oh, the, about the, the standard solid red
1: JVC. I'm talking about the yes, I do not I'm have talking the about good. that. One. <laughs> yeah i don't i yeah i I don't have the bruised banana, but they did do a retro callback
0: yeah uh, it's it's nothing compared to the, the Bruce one for banana the nineteen ninety ninety two bruised banana kit, but it is still iconic to me it is yeah, disgusting, it was, but it is so it but you remember it disgusting. forever you remember <laughs> it forever absolutely absolutely it's right, that's, a, there, that's a good guys. call ah, this is a lot of fun to do with this guys because we could go forever on this again we can go forever with so many this more kids but like i mentioned there were a lot of honorable mentions i made few honorable mentions do you guys have any other honorable mentions you want to bring up
1: um i was gonna save some yeah. uh for the next time we do this but uh i mean I, I, I as a uh uh, I think the mm-hmm. Newcastle uh kit is classic. Um the Northern Rock, I think that's a classic kit. Um I mean Newcastle jersey alone is a classic kit itself. Um, but that's part of my honorable mention. I got one or two other ones. Uh, I got the Man United Vodafone one as as a mm-hmm. as a close second.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the only one mm-hmm. I from Mason? Yeah, this one is kind of just, this one's more mainstream, but it's the PSG Fly Emirates kit. You know, it's been around yeah. since '06. You know, same sponsor. You know, yeah, for, yeah, They were with them for 13 years. I mean, take what you want. You know, being Emirates and anything outside of football, but I mean, that's just iconic. It's been around forever in more kind of the newer age of football. You know, the you know in that 2006 onward era.
0: Yeah, that is true. I mean, I guess me for me, I would feel Fly Emirates would be more iconic, especially with PSG, if Fly Emirates was also not sponsoring literally 30, 40 other clubs. Yeah, exactly. It seems like. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) But anyway, gosh, guys, these were some amazing (laughs) good ones there tonight. You're going to make me want to research and do more kits tonight. But without further ado, though, we have something else that Kyle's going to introduce tonight that we're going to do for our next special. So, Kyle... How about you lead us into this and then we'll have a little bit of fun with this as we end tonight. <laughs> so great. Yeah. So good stuff, fellas.
1: Uh, this is pretty good. So this is going to be called a special. This is another special we're going to do. Um, and pretty much uh, I gave the challenge to uh, my friends here. Uh, we're going to call it the $200 million challenge, right? And before everyone starts freaking out, no, I don't have $200 million. So, I, I I challenge my friends to a club pick a, to they will uh, a club will be picked for them, and they have to and they have two hundred million dollars to fix that club up in mm. any way that they see fit, right? <laughs> it's outside of changing the name to another name, <laughs> so you can't you can't do that. So you have two hundred million dollars, uh, dollars, not euros, um, if you want to you know, refurbish the team room if you want to get a new sponsorship, you want to get new jerseys, you want to fire the manager and bring in Diego Simeone or classic Fergie. Do whatever you want. However, that has to equate to the value that you are given, which is two hundred yeah, dollars. Bring it mm-hmm. on. I'm excited. you guys understand the rules? All right. All right. So first up, so you have I, Mason. I got uh, Tyler, right? Where I got Mason, I have Mason. Okay, Mason, <laughs> your club is. I'm I'm kind of going easy, but I'm not going to go too easy. Your club, the club that used to be a very very good team,
2: Coventry, traditionally City. speaking,
1: ooh, and that's Coventry ooh. City.
0: Ooh, nice.
2: All right, way down there.
0: All right, that is down.
1: Cur- currently, mm-hmm. currently in the uh, ELC in the yes. English League Cup challenges. You know, sitting at twentieth. So, uh, yeah, uh, one from the bottom, mm-hmm. two from the bottom of the regulation, right? Uh, relegation, excuse me. There you go. There you go, Coventry City. You have up until early next. I'm month, excited. I'm very excited
0: <laughs> to decide what you want to do believe Mason's got me. Yep, got all right. Tyler. All right. Oh, Who's oh, up? Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
2: So I, I thought, you know, Tyler being a Dormant fan <laughs> to fix his rival just for the fun of it. But I felt that would be a little yeah. too easy with Shalka. So I'm actually going to go a kind of a different route. I'm going to give Tyler Inter Miami. For those who don't know, Ooh. they are Ooh. an expansion team. Just joined MLS, just finished Ooh. their first season. Very underwhelming. David Beckham is the is the majority owner in that club, and really kind of didn't they really underperformed last year. So I'm gonna give Tyler an expansion team to kind of see what he would do with what they got because they got all sorts of problems down there, down there in Miami. Not to not to mention their terrible kind of pink kits.
1: They uh, they did. They did, they did just, bring in Correct me if I'm wrong, but they did but just sign uh Papa, He hasn't been right? very
2: good for quite a while. And <laughs> they're also dealing yeah. with their own little money problem with <laughs> Tam and their yeah, DPs. Yeah. It's very complicated, but essentially, they brought in someone and they're not paying them enough. And so they're breaking the rules. So, they. Enter Miami. Yeah. That would be a fun one right, well, with your MLS knowledge. It
0: will be. I think that will be fun. And that will test MLS knowledge. It'll make me study a little bit more. So that's a good one. I like that. I do like that. Ah, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Oh,
1: hold on. Hold on. I guarantee you're going to give me something really obscure. Like, 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 what am I looking at right now? The
0: Belgian first division. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Yeah. Now, you you know my love for Germany, right? I'm listening. So we're going to stick in Germany, actually. And we're going to go to actually a rather fairly historic team. Believe it or not, this was one. They were one of the founding members of the Bundesliga when it was formed in 1963. And they actually were West German champions in 1966. But they have since since 2017 so for the last three four seasons they've actually been playing in the third division of the bundesliga which is actually called three Liga. Liga. it's not even it's you have bundesliga bundesliga two and then three liga so my friend you are going to the city of munich and you are getting tsv 1860 munich this is a actually Considered actually a rival club of Bayern Munich, believe it or not. And they actually did play matches up until 2017 in the Allianz Arena. They shared that arena with, they rented out from Bayern Munich until they were relegated to the third division. And now they play in a smaller stadium of about 15,000. So you get to stay in Germany, you get to stay in Munich, but you get the little boys of TSV 1860 Munich will be your club. Got it. Good challenge. That's good. I figured this would be a good one, and there's a lot. Except- of, and again, that I like. I really I mean, even with mine with the expansion club team, and especially with Mason's team with Coventry City, there's a lot of history that go with these with these clubs itself. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's and that's kind of one of the reasons why
1: I gave you guys the challenge. I gave us the challenge because that we were talking about this on the show the other week about how fun it is to take the challenge of taking a second, third tier division team in FIFA and then bring them up into the second and the first division and have fun with it. We, we all agreed that that's, that's super fun and it's, it's more rewarding um, and that's kind of how the idea came to be. Plus it helps you, it helps, it helps everyone listen, listening about, you know, different his, historical clubs, like about TSV and, Uh, newer clubs like uh, Miami and uh, it kind of gives everyone a little bit of history lesson plus it's fun and to see how creative people can get
0: Uh, so uh, Mm -hmm.
1: well done we're looking forward to it we'll see what next month brings
0: brings. so for those of you who were listening tonight or listen later on again guys again I gotta say thank you Kyle thank you Mason this was a lot of fun to talk about iconic kits and also getting our clubs that we have to start studying for next month. So I know what I'll be doing next week in my off time while in between soccer matches of a soccer tournament, I'll be in the hotel room studying up on David Beckham and Inter Miami. So this will be a lot of fun. But ladies and gentlemen, just again, just as a reminder, Soccer Central News on Facebook page, Kyle or not Kyle, Mason is going to be creating a Twitter page here pretty soon. I'm going to be creating an Instagram page. We're going to be setting up a lot more stuff and ways that you can support, ways that you can get involved with this. And oh, by the way, coming up very soon, there's going to be a name change coming to not just the show, but the page itself. So be on the lookout for that, too, as well. But I think this special, has we've done enough tonight, boys. So I thank everybody for letting me. Kyle, thank you for taking the time and letting us allow to be be here tonight with one another. It's always fun to talk about it. Just again, guys, Facebook.com, Soccer Central News. That's where you can find us there for posts and everything else itself. So for Kyle D'Antoni, for Mason Benson, and for myself, Tyler Bates, and for everybody at Soccer Central News, guys, we thank you for listening to this special, and we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody.